Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This is the Rose and Shine podcast, featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos-Solson. Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Welcome to the Rose and Shine podcast, featuring the sisters Josephine and Victoria, podcasting from New York. Josephine, we are in your stunning apartment overlooking Manhattan. You are working just across at the UN headquarters. Why don't you just tell us the story? How did we end up here? It actually all started with a trip to New York when I was 14 years old with, a, with the whole family. I just finished this uh, interesting project at school, doing work on the UN, thinking that was a fascinating place. And then we came to New York and it was such an exciting, thrilling, in-your-face kind of city. So I just knew that this is a place where I really wanted to be living. And then, of course, we visited the UN headquarters and this historical place was really became a dream for me. So really... Really, it was kind of my first career goal. And what a perfect introduction to our topic of today, because today's episode is going to be about career and courage, or perhaps if it's courage and career. We want to talk about these topics in combination because we think they actually matter and you can maximize your career if you have the courage. Yeah, exactly. And we really wanted to give some of the inspiring ideas from our own career, but also ask you to some questions so you have something to take away and think about after the podcast for managing your own career. Yeah, so Josephine, perhaps uh, you should start just helping us to define what do we really mean by career? What does it mean to you to have a successful career? Well, I think the meaning of career has changed for me over the over the past few years. In the beginning, I really thought of career exactly like that, something successful, where you were climbing a career ladder, improving and improving and getting better and better positions. Today, I think it's more about finding a vocation, really doing something that you enjoy and that, that gives you meaning. I think that's so brilliant. And, and career doesn't necessarily having to be wanting to become that CEO but actually finding meaning. That's good. What we really believe is that a great career often goes hand in hand with courage. So when you say courage, tell me a little bit more. What, what do we mean by courage? Well, courage in relationship to career is a challenge itself. I think it's moving out of that comfort zone, perhaps sometimes having the courage not to do so. 
I love the Swedish author Astrid Lindgren's definition on, on, on courage and simply just puts it that true courage is actually doing something that you're a bit afraid of doing. I'm thinking about you, Josephine, because you've done so many things that I know that you actually find scary. Could you not just share an example of that in relationship to career, perhaps? Yeah, sure. The first that comes to mind is a story when uh, Steve and I, my, my husband, uh, boyfriend at that time, we'd finished our master's studies and we decided that we were going to go to South Sudan. South Sudan had just, or were actually when we were there since 2011, undergoing independence, becoming independent from South Sudan. So we wanted to go there because we wanted to study a local conflict and study it really uh, firsthand. Traveling to South Sudan at that time, going to Juba, the capital, that was okay. But then we identified a small conflict in the middle of nowhere and we decided that we would go there. So we managed to get on one of these small UN flights, an eight-seater plane. We Only I hear that, that <laughs> small eight-seater plane, it goes like, okay, good. It was terrifying, but we were two South African pilots that we met the day before in the pub. I don't know, somehow that gave me confidence, maybe it shouldn't. But anyways, we <laughs> we traveled we traveled to this um to this place Twitchies it's called in the middle of nowhere and we're going down for for landing. We're thinking that we're going to down to land on this mud uh, stretch. We're flying really really close and then all of a sudden we're lifting and, and flying up again. Oh my god, and how did that feel? Oh, terrifying, stomach? terrifying. What the pilots hadn't told us but they that they did not trust the people on the ground to really tell them them whether the mud was uh, not too wet because it was the rainy season so they really needed to have a flyby first to really get an idea by themselves that they were it was safe enough to land so yeah it was safe enough to land they turn around and we land safely on this mud pit and they left us there in the middle of nowhere and it was quite terrifying I have to say <laughs> even <laughs> after the landing but yes we really really learned a lot and I guess the meaning of the story is not that you need to push yourself like crazy like this but doing that for us uh, really pushed us outside of, of our comfort zones and and has helped us in the rest of our careers well that's truly courageous I must say so um what is one of your top moments of, of courage well, I don't have to go all the way to <laughs> Sudan to find some uh, some moments sort of gathering my courage. But one thing that I clearly remember from my career, and I was fairly junior, I was working within learning and development, which is my field of passion, when a much more senior role came up. Actually, I would say my dream job came up. The organization where I was working posted it. I was a little bit too junior to apply for it. But still, I felt a little bit frustrated that no one had even not even considered me for that role. Actually, at the time, I was pregnant. And I think perhaps that these pregnancy hormones gave me a little bit extra <laughs> uh, courage because I kind of rushed into the president's office and I was saying like, hey, I know that I'm a little bit too junior for this role, but I think it's really unfair that you're not even considering me. because of." And then I'd sort of made up a couple of facts where I think, these were the reasons why they should really consider me for that job. And eventually, he, you know, actually at the end of that meeting, it's like, okay, very good. So I'm looking forward to getting your application. And at the end, very end of it, I really did land that job. But really, that was only because of that 
moment of courage that otherwise I, I, I find it so courageous and and maybe pregnancy hormones aside I think at that time many many women would probably say oh maybe I shouldn't apply for it because of all of the implications of, of that but you really went for it it's so cool yeah thank you it was a bit crazy and I, I guess that goes into what we have prepared for you it's just a little up of so how do you manage your career because we believe that there are a couple of core ingredients to manage your career we said plan it love it keep connected keep learning so i guess this was uh, you know using some of these examples can we go through them one by one and sort of share a little bit what we mean and, and how you perfect. can use it if we start with the first one to plan it, mm-hmm. now you're working in the UN, as was your dream from when you were 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't just walking out from your master's degree in New York and getting a nice office in the UN and getting started. How how did you actually plan so that you made it happen? Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's true. Um, I knew the end in mind. I know what my goal was. But I also know that in order to be able to get this dream job I needed to get some field experience, as we call it. So actually work in an area where there is conflict or in a country going through transition, which is my field of work. At the time when this was happening, I was also quite flexible. We didn't have any kids. We were out of grad school. So we had the ability to to move. So what me and, and uh, Steve, uh, Steve decided to do at that time is that we would we took the risk. We uh, traveled to Myanmar uh, without any any contacts there, really. Myanmar being some people would say Burma yeah. and in Asia, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was a country that at the moment and still are undergoing a very interesting, very challenging uh, transition where there's been conflict for the last fifty fifty years. Perhaps I should just add in that your area of expertise is conflict because absolutely, <laughs> yeah, thinking out all this conflict. exactly conflict, yeah. peace building, conflict. <laughs> solution m- many names but but that's what we're what I'm working on so we traveled to Myanmar and we started to to look for jobs and we even uh, in the beginning what we did is that we printed up our own uh, our own business cards we started to go to the meetings where where peace and conflict in Myanmar was was being discussed we managed to link it back to our university and could do uh, research uh, in in relation to this so we had a legitimate in but but how did you actually get your first job there then? Yeah, so that's funny. So we were sending out applications and, and trying to meet with people. And what happened was that the NGO, the non-governmental organization that floored me after six weeks of being in Myanmar, it happened to be that she had also been a student at Columbia where I was a student. So there was a little bit of a link and connection there. So she just decided to, to give it a try. And it was also part because I was flexible. I could travel to the part of country where a lot of other people maybe didn't want to be. And I, I decided to go there. That's really cool. Yeah. So, so is, is it, it good, good to, to always have a, have a career plan? I mean, how much should you stick to it, to it Victoria? I mean, you, you really love to have plans. Yeah. I know. You I know. have Some everything. hold that against me. <laughs> you have everything figured out. <laughs> I love to plan. And so I'm the first one to advocate that it's really good to actually have a plan. At the same time, I also think it's it's quite important to be flexible because then you maybe pick up on opportunities that arise that are not really according exactly to your plan. I think one of my best examples of that is when we had just moved to Scotland. We were um, there um, settling us in. My husband got a job and I was getting the girls into nurseries and going for interviews when my husband called 
saying that this headhunter was in touch because she had this great job for me. And my first reaction was like, well, say no, because we're just here. But eventually, uh, very quickly, it led to the fact that we did not stay in Edinburgh, but we did move with the entire family to Dubai instead. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile. slash switch. Upfront payment of forty five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. And so how did you make that decision that you were going to go? Because I remember this. I mean, this was a tricky decision for, for your whole family it to make. It was a mega decision. And it was so funny because part of the interview process was to do these personality tests. You know, the consultants was debriefing the test with me. And he said, well, you know, I can see here that you are a person that easily can make decisions. You don't dwell over them overnight, etc." And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's correct. That's me. And that very night I was in my a bit like oh my goodness how am I going to be able to make this difficult decision and of course it was a common decision because it was the entire family and actually what really really helped was the fact that just a few months earlier my husband and I sat down an afternoon and just really talked about our key priorities in life family career and all those things and we really identified that we wanted to have an international global career So my husband was really sharing for us, let's go to Dubai instead of, of because that's even further and more exotic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was so good that time that I think we had about a week to make up uh, our mind, lean back to those priorities that we'd set. And from that, based on that, make the decision to actually go for Dubai. Yeah, fantastic. So to conclude the first kind of the, the planet part of, of the podcast, you need to identify where you want to go uh, from, from the start and then really also see what is required or what is needed in order for you to, to get there. What are the priorities, just like you and Andreas had set out beforehand? What are the things you really, really want to um, prioritize? And then be flexible on the way. Things will come up, take the opportunities. Yeah, I think that looks like a really good summary. So then the next point that we're talking about is said, so you plan for it, but also love it. Yeah, and Vicky, you um, you were one of those annoying people that always <laughs> loved your career, right? 
Yeah, I, I, I must say, and I do realize that I'm pretty lucky in that sense. So I found my passion in my first position. Even remember getting that first job from graduating from school and our parents were like, can you take that low paid? And I actually got a, some few different job offers. And But I just felt like, wow, this is it. This is what I really want to do. I took it. I think that was what made my career successful. But so that sounds pretty easy in a sense. I mean, what about what if you don't love it? If you don't love your career? Well, first of all, I say I love my job and I love what I do, but I might not love all aspects of my work. Okay. So I think that I think that's important. I think it's building a bigger purpose into what you do and reflecting of those things is quite important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, that's what I've been reflecting on as well, is the idea of seeking meaning in your work rather than happiness. Happiness is something kind of short, it's a quick fix. But meaning is something that really makes you wake up and, and go to work and really want to continue to do what you do. But I like happiness. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I agree. I, I, I know what you mean. Mm. It's important. It's a fantastic uh, TED talk on that. If you search on meaning rather than uh, happiness, seeking meaning, not happiness, and you'll find a very inspiring short talk about it. Yeah. And I think coming back to this step of managing your career to really love it, to make it bring meaning to you, I think that's what's going to make you successful. And that first position, that entry level that was quite lowly paid, actually was the starting point for the rest of my career that became such a great career, not necessarily in the sense of great positions, but I've had so much fun along the way. Yeah. So I think that is the conclusion here. Mm. Pick something that you love doing and you will be excelling in that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, our next one, keep networking. Yeah. And you just shared this story in Myanmar and how network mattered in you actually landing that very first position. What, why do you think? Is networking that important or is it something that people just talk about constantly but not really matters? I think networking is really a, a key uh, ingredient, but maybe not networking in the traditional sense where you're really trying to seek out other people to help you, but really about identifying opportunities that you can help other people and thereby grow and build your network. I can't remember a job, except for maybe my current job, but in a very long time, that was a job that I applied to without knowing anybody and just getting. Rather, it's always been something that it's different networks, different people that you know, and therefore jobs can also be shaped for, towards you in, from the start. Most definitely. I mean, I would say build your own job. And I also like that from Cheryl Sandberg when she went into Facebook and just said, like, I'm here. I want to work with you. What is it that I can do to make Facebook better? I thought that was pretty cool. And we think that networks are so important, right? So we have just actually started our, our club, Ruse and Shine Club, which is all built around the strong female network. Yeah, exactly. So actually not just mingling and having Prosecco together, but really reinforcing and building on each other's strengths. But I think more about that later on. Yeah. So keep your network, build it, grow it, maintain it. And also a book tip we have yeah. here. Yeah, right? uh, Build Your Dream Network by Kelly Holly. We really thought was a great book on this that gave some concrete, specific tips on, on doing that. Yeah. Mm. Then we said... Keep build your network. We said keep learning. Yeah, so learning. I mean, Victoria, you had learning in your titles for 
for a large part of your career, a different type of director of learning and, and so on, so on. Can you tell us a little bit, what's, what's the key ingredients here? Oh, wow. I mean, I love learning and I think sort of inspired by our grandmother and, and she took her law degree in her 60s, which I think it's inspiring in itself. Apparently half time from uh, full time students while still working. And her motto was always keep learning or your brain will fall asleep. And I think that's the key, really. I mean, if you don't learn, you will stagnate. Whether you're saying, I don't want a new role or anything like that, how can you learn and expand in that role even further? I think that's super important. And is it related to loving it? Of course. So this is actually where it makes really sense. If you love your, you do, mm -hmm. you really want to actually learn more about it. Yeah. That, and, and it becomes kind of a pleasure in, in getting better and finding out better ways. It's almost like it could be a self test do you want to learn more about what you do or are you not really interested yeah yeah exactly fantastic i think we covered the the topic for today do we want to recap what what are the key ingredients in, in career and courage yeah so first of all match the two i i would say have a little bit of courage and perhaps you want to think about and identify situations where you need to have a little bit more courage and not just wait for things to happen i think that's a commonly misunderstood thing that amongst women we think that if we really work really hard that all these people are gonna see us and just come with this amazing promotion and it's just gonna happen mm. but really i think it's very much up to us to go there and identify not be shy and pitch ourselves for positions maybe even create positions for ourselves i think yeah exactly about being entrepreneurial even though my jobs are not within the field of entrepreneurs in, in a traditional sense we've very much taken an entrepreneurial approach to it and, and created jobs and created business cards and shown up at meetings and and shaped it yeah, yeah. And, and create opportunities while you are in your position you know i could to Uh, expand it, grow it, do more than what is expected from you. Mm -hmm. And also, one thing that we didn't really touch on, but courage could also be actually saying, no, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to be at this part of uh, my career right now. I want to step down and then take a break and do something differently. Make so, courage. yeah, exactly. And it also, I think, relates to the flexibility parts where we need to be, we need to have kind of our, our bigger plan at least a sense or idea in terms of priorities but then having a flexibility in terms of how we reach that goal and also whether we change that goal along the way yeah I, I think we have a pretty long working life ahead of us I mean I'm not planning to retire when I'm 65 or anything mm. even though that's a very long time <laughs> I'm 65 <laughs> just FYI but but still I, I think you, it's more like a life long project really how are you going to enjoy it how are you going to change and grow throughout your career so i think that's one key point mm -hmm. and then i think putting it all together it's really what was said manage your career and that's nothing shameful in that because for most people it's not like oh they just discovered me and it happened be proactive plan it 
Mm-hmm. And then love it. Stay in the field where you or actually look actively for what are things that you love. Exactly. So if you don't love your work, what are things within your job that you do love? And is there a possibility to expand within that area or to shift your work more towards that? Yeah. And then keep networking mm-hmm. within your organization, outside the organization. Also maybe meet people that don't necessarily do the same things like you do but people that think differently yeah yeah exactly and then finally keep learning keep learning that's key yeah Yeah. so we have prepared a little worksheet for you that you will be able to download from our homepage bruceandshine.com where there's just a couple of reflective questions based on what we've just talked about yeah go in Write down, build, manage, create your own career and then let us know what you think about it. Yeah, we're looking forward to uh, see it in your careers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 